Back in 2008, Joe Haley, then the managing editor of ASI's magazines, started a weekly video series where he showed off the latest and greatest promotional products. Calling it the Joe Show, Haley packed a lot into his five-minute videos, including tips and advice on each product and how distributors can pitch them to their clients. Ten years and a thousand episodes later, The Joe Show, now a bi-weekly series, has become a staple of the ad specialty industry, a beloved and much-anticipated video distributors have come to rely on for the hottest new products. I'm Vinny. And I'm Patrick. And on this edition of the Social Angle Podcast, we sit down with the man himself to discuss his magical milestone episode, what distributors should be doing with video on social media, and much more. I'm Joe Haley, watching The Joe Show. Check out today's first product. This is called a Passback. You probably recognize that intro, but if you don't, that's the signature lead-in to many of the 1,000 Joe Shows that have been produced here at ASI. And on the phone today, I'm excited to say that we have Joe Haley, the man responsible for it all. Joe, welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, I mean, the first question I think everyone wants to know, how did you come up with the idea for The Joe Show? <clears throat> well... A number of years ago, at trade shows, we were doing like audio blogs, interviewing suppliers about their new products, and then we were posting that with our show newsletters, e-newsletters. And myself and Jake Krolik were having a com- conversation and thinking, why are we doing this by voice? Wouldn't it be better if they could see it? Shouldn't we be doing videos? So Jake had a conversation with our editor-in-chief at the time. She thought it was a good idea, and they bought some video cameras. And she says, you're going to do a show. We're going to call it The Joe Show. So you didn't actually come up with the name then? No, I didn't come up with the name. I didn't come up with the name, but um, you know, it was simple and it rhymed. It's like, yeah, why not? Perfect, right. So did you ever think that you would get up to 1,000 episodes? Nope. You know, I mean, seriously, when you, when you think about it, um, when we started, and the first one was at a trade show in March in Las Vegas, an ASI show, and the idea was I would do this at trade shows, and then we needed some content for Promogram. I said, can you do a video for Promogram? I said, sure. And that was occasionally, and then it went weekly, and then within two and a half years, we were doing uh, twice a week. Awesome. So, Joe, you've been doing this for over a decade now, so what are some of your fondest memories of producing The Joe Show? Well, um, I, I really... I really get satisfaction when a distributor either sends an email or I see them at a trade show and they say, I love your show. I watch it. It helps me. In fact, that one product you showed, I actually sold that idea to one or two of my clients. So for me, the satisfaction there is that I'm being helpful and it's useful. Okay. It's not just filling up time. So, um, you know, I really like that. Uh, you know, it makes you feel good. And, uh, you know, just, just I, I've worked with a lot of different um, camera people, editors, uh, people have been on the show and stuff, so there's been a lot of fun with it. So the next question here is, is one that I think a lot of people are interested in. Um, what's the most unusual or unique or weirdest product that you've ever showcased? So two years ago, we had bugs. Wait, like actual a- bugs? Like like actual bugs? Mm-hmm. Real bugs. Real bugs. You haven't seen it yet, Patrick? No, I, you need to send this to me. I have not seen this yet. That's yeah, crazy. We, we have to send Patrick the video, yes. Okay, <laughs> there was Flavor um, Crickets, uh, Favorite Crylysis, is, is that how you say it's in? Chrysalis. 
chrysalis. Right. Um, this big water bug, and yeah, they're they're packaged for for consumption. And the promotional angle is is like at least it starts a conversation. You eat a bug, you're going to talk about eating a bug. And then this conversation starts and so where did you get these bugs? And now you're talking about the end buyer, the person who's running the promotion gave you the bugs. So um, Well the, the big question is, was it were they good? You know, it's it's the ones that were flavored were flavored you know, like cheese flavored Sriracha. And, you know Yeah. And you tasted that, you know. It's just you have to get over the fact that you're biting into a bug, and now it's not—it's it, all dry, so it's not like you got like like things squishing in your mouth and stuff. It's all dry, but you have to get past that. The water bug was huge, and the best description of that was you bite into it, and you're chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing, and you can't swallow it because you can't break it down. Uh, you know the little skin on the cross of popcorn that gets stuck in the back of your oh, you know, mouth no. on your tongue and you gotta make that <laughs> disgusting sound? Yep, well, that's what it's, it's like having a mouthful of that. You're just chewing and you can't get it down. So once you get past that, it's okay. I mean, so, you know, the taste, there's really no weird taste. Right. That's, uh, that's crazy. The, well, well, Joe, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, the first product you ever showcased on the Joe Show was actually something called Sonic Rocks from Prime Lime. Uh, tell us a little more about that product and that first episode in general. So the Sonic Rocks, there's, they're, they're like these oblong-shaped, dark silver, gunmetal-looking things. They're magnetic. Um, when you play with them, they, they click together. When you spin them and toss them in the air, they make a buzzing sound. So it's kind of like a, a stress reliever. So um, that first episode took me an hour to shoot. I shot it by myself. And that means you had to go over, start the camera, come back in position, (laughs) get ready, people walking through the shots. The shot, it was done at a trade show, again, that that ASI show in Las Vegas, March 2017. And it was the Sonic Rocks. I couldn't get them to spin. Then when I would get them to spin, I couldn't catch them because they would separate. (laughs) And it was just one frustration after another. And then I finally get past the rocks, and then I messed up on the next product. But, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the Sonic Rops Prime Line. Amazing. And, and I did, you sent us the video yesterday of the very first Joe show. Yeah. And I was watching you, and the look on your face, you just seemed like there was no way you were going to get to a thousand episodes after that episode. No, no, no. I mean, it's, if you see, it's a little bit of low energy. Um, love the Amish colored green shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> uh, no jacket, uh, you know, no goatee mustache. You know, I, I look like a baby. All right, so Joe, in 10 years, um, how have you seen this industry change with social media and more specifically with video? Well, you know, it's, you know, we are kind of a slow to adapt industry. Um, and, you know, we're a little bit of an older industry, too. So it takes us a longer time to get on the social media platforms, but we're getting there and we're there. I know it's difficult because it takes time. Um, you know, you have to take time of your day to create a video and then to edit that video and to post that video. Um, but uh, I see more distributors doing A lot of suppliers are doing it. And it makes sense because a lot of companies are actually, you know, doing advertising and marketing with short videos uh, on uh, social media platforms. So we're doing it. And um, I think that they're, they're finding effective use for it as well. Um, they're just not – posting the post they're finding a reason to post and they're finding that angle for that video so it's growing i I expect to see more and more people you know start to use it right so if you started it today what would you do differently uh 
Probably nothing, really. I mean, to, to be honest with you, you know, I could have started with, and you know, look, I eventually found my, you know, my uh, way through a couple of the videos. So I found that would work, but you know, the idea was I didn't want to do something that says, "Here's a mug. It's a dollar twenty-five on an R. It comes in in seven different colors. Here are the colors, and this is the imprint size and location." I mean, that's just a catalog, and, you know, catalogs are useful, but when you have an opportunity to speak to people, you can tell them, you know, the uses for the mugs. You know, you, you can talk about the size of the ceramic and the hand and all that, but, you know, what? who's the market that's using it? What type of campaigns and promotions are they using, you know, being used in? You know, what are the demographics that this type of product would work for? I think that's more valuable um, for distributor viewers, because then they see this product, and it's like, oh, light bulbs go on. You know, like I said, I've had distributors talk to me, email me and say, you know, I took one of your ideas and I actually sold it. Um, you know, and it, it's my thought. I, I think that I'm, I'm thinking like a distributor should think, you know, right. don't think of it as a coffee mug. The coffee mug is a new employee welcome gift. You know, um, it's a loyalty uh, item for a local cafe. You know, there's a lot of different, you know, uses for a coffee mug. So once we stop commoditizing it, it becomes a valuable uh, marketing tool for clients. Okay, well, I got a follow-up for you then. So, say you know you've been you've been doing that for for ten years now. You've been looking at products and saying how distributors can use it. If you created your own distributorship, what would you name it, and what products and categories would you sell? Put you on the spot here, Jim. Yeah, I'm putting you right oh, on yeah, the okay. spot. Okay, well, you know, well, well, first of all, I am the worst. I, I've been in the editorial department for years. I've been at SI for 24 years. I still work at, uh, in the editorial department. I have responsibilities there, and I hate writing titles. And It's just my worst thing. So what would I call a company? I'm not sure I would work with someone to come from a name that, that would give it a sense that, you know, it, 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 it's more than just someone who sells promotional products. Um you know, we we have an agency feel to it. We can help you in a variety of different areas, but our, our our forte is going to be promotional products and how they fit into other types of campaigns that are kind of on the peripheral of just you know giving something out as um, a giveaway. What type of products would I sell? I, I mean, honestly, whatever product best fits the client's needs. I mean, that's simple. Can't force something down their throat, and if it doesn't work for that promotion, why would you do it? Um, Years ago, my dad got a new pillbox from his pharmacy, and he loved it. Loved the color of it seven days a week. He was, it was, he was even excited it was in Braille. And I said, well, you don't read Braille, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but it worked, right? It worked for the pharmacy. And then the end user, my dad really liked it. So it's a successful promotional product, okay? It serves its purpose. Um, to say that I wouldn't sell a pillbox, well, you know, I would. I would if it fits that thing. But there are products that I like. There, there, there really are products that I like, and I think that once um, anyone figures out how to sell them, there could be um, some good business there. I love the branded guitars. Um, there's acoustic. There's electric. There's got banjos, a lot of different um, uh, styles. You know, and it's there, there's so It just doesn't have to be music-related. It right. doesn't have to be music-related. Joe, thanks to your show, um, you've attained a sort of celebrity status in this industry. Uh, everyone seems to know the Joe Show. Are you often recognized at industry events? Uh, well, first, thanks for the uh, ego boost there. My pleasure. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's and I get a kick out of it. You know, people watch it and they appreciate it. So it's like if if I'm part of a show opening and I'm in the new products pavilion, because that's where you go and go to a trade show because you see what's new and it fits the client's needs and you mark that number down and you go have a conversation with the supplier. I do the same thing for looking for products for Joe shows. So people will sidle over to me and say, I love your show. And it's like, oh, thanks. You know, um, sometimes they're afraid uh, to look at me. You can see people kind of like eyeing and it's like, you know, I, I can see them 10, 12 feet away and, you know, they're with someone else and they keep looking over at me. I'm just like, oh, someone's ready to come over. Um, so um, I get a kick out of that. And, you know, I, I think some people think my name is Joe Show because that's how they address me sometimes <laughs> when they see me. But, uh, you know, I'm asked to take pictures with people. A couple years ago, we are getting ready to shoot a Joe Show, a Chicago show, and we're right by the promo car. And, and there was a few, I guess there were distributors behind me, and they were taking pictures, and they were literally lining up to have the front of them and the back of me in a picture. So I just said, do you want me to turn around? And huh. they got excited about that. Oh, so, wow. No, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. And, and, you, and you've it. signed autographs, too, I hear, uh, I hear. Yeah, yeah, I've signed autographs. You know, I, I can't see well without my reading glasses, so I have to look over the top of them. So it's made for some humorous pictures that coworkers have taken and, and shared on social media, but I'll get them back someday. Do you have any good stories about your Joe Show celebrity? Uh, well, when I think of that, that, this is what I think of. So I used to do the Joe Show Live at ASI shows, and it's just a live version of that, but I work directly with suppliers, and we riff on the products together, and we always have a rehearsal. So I walk into this rehearsal, and this guy comes over. His name's Rick Hopper, and he's, he owns a company called Reader Rest. And he's like, oh, my God, it's Joe from the Joe Show. I just love you. And I said, dude, I just saw you on the Shark Tank last week. And huh. I just thought that here's a guy who was on the Shark Tank, a nationally you wow. know uh, uh, seen show. He makes a deal with one of the sharks, um, and I walk in and he's excited to see me. I'm like, it's like, dude, I'm nothing, man. I mean, you you just made this huge deal. I mean, people Amazing. who watch that show are gonna make, you know, recognize you. So I just got to you know kick out of that. And when I told my my boys who we used to watch, uh, you know, uh, Shark Tank with, they also got to kick out of that too. Huh. So that's one of my faves. So read arrest only industry too. Interesting. Nice. So uh, I got one kind of final question for you, a little twist on the classic. If you were stranded on a desert island and could have just one promotional product, what would it be and what's your reason behind choosing that one? You know, Patrick, someday you're going to have kids, and I'm going to say to you, who's your favorite kid? It's an unfair <laughs> question. It's an unfair question. It's like, you know, what do you want? I mean, a battery charger is eventually going to, you know, die. You're going to not be going to be able to recharge it, you know. A water bottle would be good for drinking out of, but, uh, oh my God, thanks for that. You know, I'm thinking a multi-tool, you like know. A Swiss and, Army and knife we, or something like that. Yes, I mean, you know, uh, we have them in the industry. Uh, um, there are some great industry brands, some name brands of multi-tools. Sometimes that's going to help me survive more than the three days I would survive without one. You know, I, I could extend it to five days if I had one of them. Right. All right, so final question, Joe. Where do you see the Joe show in 10 years from now? Do you think you're going to get to episode 2000? Well, Vinny, I think the robots are taking over, so <laughs> um, you didn't know if, if they can... can uh, 
create a robot that, you know, short graying and with a pronounced limp when he walks, you know, there might be, you know, Joe Show 2.0. Um, <laughs> I like that. You know, I'd, I'd like to keep going. I mean, as the industry continues to evolve and we bring in new products, this is a great opportunity to get some PR and some ideas on how to use those products. It's free. It doesn't cost suppliers anything unless you want to sponsor, then you get some special treatment. But, you know, you send products to the Joe Show and I put them on there, you know, help getting the word out. One of the things I had, I had pondered on was, was doing a Joe show daily, which would be, which wouldn't supplant the regular Joe show. The regular Joe show would still go out in promo programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but the Joe show daily would be, um, a single day hit and it would, it, it would be emailed to our distributors. So when they came in Monday morning, it would be in their email inbox and they came in Tuesday morning, it'd be in the email inbox, but it would, it would be a, a shorter Joe show and it would focus on one product only. And it would, it would showcase a supplier, um, over the, uh, over the course of a week. That's um, a great idea. That, I, well, thank you. I came up with that idea, um, seven years ago and, you know, Maybe someday we'll, you know, see if that, that actually makes sense. Baby steps, Joe. Baby steps. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time today, Joe, and congratulations on a 1,000 episodes. Um, thanks, man. You know, it's, it's truly remarkable that um, the video I saw yesterday um, actually got to episode two after that. Um, and three and four. <laughs> thanks, and then, <laughs> thanks for the confidence there. You well, know. We all have to start at the bottom, Joe, and certainly that that video is <laughs> is is rock bottom. But look, you're you're at a thousand episodes, and it's something really to be you know proud of. I think you've done a great job with with educating uh, distributors, and you know this is a testament. You're you're at one thousand episodes. But anyway, thanks again, Joe, and you know um, we'll see you again at uh, episode number two thousand. Thanks, man. Thanks, All right. Patrick. All right, Take care. You. See you.